0: hey dudes welcome to another episode of corporate punks this episode is sponsored by pineapple republic pineapple republic have helped me with my logo and a few other things and they're pretty awesome and you guys should check them out pineapple republic is available on instagram pineapple republic creative and they're also on facebook pineapple republic if you want to find out a little bit more about them Email them pineapple sa at gmail.com. They'll help you out with graphic design, branding, wedding and event stationery, and all kinds of illustration. Pineapple Republic. Be a pineapple, stand tall, wear a crown, and be sweet. So we Smash. Madhat and Bray Corporate Clubs! My folk release. Pong, pong, pong. What's up, man? Hey hey! Hey hey hey! How's it going? Sweet, man. Um, cool. Welcome to Corporate Punk's podcast. I feel quite loud. Am I loud? Uh, loud. I just like the sound of your voice. (laughs) Thanks, dude. Uh, yeah, welcome to Corporate Punks. Uh, new listeners, we're today with Matt von Rensberg, Jansen von Rensberg. Ah, whatever you want to call me. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just remembered, Matty JVR. Yeah, that, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet man. Today we're going to be having a quick chat on psychology. There's a lot to cover, dude. There's a lot. We've got yeah. so much to cover. Yeah. Um, a few of the topics is going to be uh, nature versus nurture, motivation, uh, efficacy, and purpose. Psychology of color, which I'm pretty stoked about because the sponsor for this uh, podcast is uh, Pineapple republic i'll chat about that later and then uh we've got social media which is something i really want to cover a lot yeah i think they actually did like a whole study on um like oh. the the psychological impact of facebook wow is this is working no you're not <laughs> so well prepared yes, uh- <laughs> well, welcome to budget joe rogan bro <laughs> At least it's hopefully just the batteries the wrong way around. No, it's fine. There I do go. it purposefully. <laughs> uh, psychological impacts of Facebook. Impact Facebook. So, what really bugs me, remember when um, then it was actually social networking? Yeah. So now it's like taking this whole different route. Yeah. Here. So now it's like a, a media thing. Like, you actually have to go into Facebook to see the latest viral videos, like, find out the latest trailers and that kind of thing exactly it's it's freaking weird like I'm, to me it's still a network so i'm like i'll oh, just network with anybody yeah it doesn't matter exactly yeah
1: how many people get their news from social media compared to
0: actual news sites yeah that that blows my mind it's freaking wacky yeah. i'm just making sure i'm not too loud here okay cool let's have a look here forbes have got a nice little uh article Ding ding ding, six way social media affects your mental health. It's a uh, Forbes published June 30th, 2017, written by mm. Alice Walton. Hello, Alice. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's just scroll through here quickly. Go away, adverts. Yeah. Okay, so first, the social media is addictive. That makes sense. Yeah. It kind of makes sense because um, I remember that social, the social network movie. I think what was that actor's name? Jesse Eisenberg. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The 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 one chick is talking to the guy from Napster. It's a a character played by Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, remember that? She's like, it's so addictive. Yeah. I was like, dude, it is. It is. It's crazy. And, you know, I th- they did a study, an interesting
1: study, where they found that people get the same amount of dopamine from, like, cocaine as they would from getting <laughs> likes on social media. You Shit. know, It is addictive. It's the ones for attention. Is yeah. it, it, it does. It gives you dopamine, a rush of energy. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. I yeah. don't know the same amount of dopamine. That's that's hectic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's scroll down to what Forbes says. It triggers more sadness, less well being. What the fuck? The more we <laughs> use so social deep. media, the less happy we seem to be. One study a few years ago found that Facebook was linked to both less moment to moment happiness and less life satisfaction. What study is this? Because yeah, so it's like a study of monkeys using Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, ah. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's why they made the like <laughs> yeah, that's button. That's where it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What study is this? Journals. By Ethan Cross. Philippe Verdun. Verdun. Okay. Okay. Oh, it looks like yeah. a pretty, pretty crazy study. Yeah, actually. Let's see where like they that. actually did the study. Well, listeners, we're just looking at journals.plos.org. Yeah, it looks like it's over 500 people interact with Facebook daily. This is, yeah. 500 like million a, people interact with Facebook. What? Yeah. Daily. <laughs>
1: daily. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of <laughs> people getting depressed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, it sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Okay,
0: cool. Well, I was going through the list. Anyway, um, uh, social media, uh, yes, mental health, depression, suicide. We're going to chat a bit about that. Um, from the outset, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we are not here to give uh, professional uh, therapeutic mm-hmm. advice or any form of psychological assistance. We're just talking about psychology as a topic. Yeah. Um, if you do have any uh, concerns, if you do uh, feel yourself in moments of severe depression or anything, really, uh, go through to sadag.org.za. It's S-A-D-A-G dot, O-R-G dot Z-A. Uh, They've got a 24-hour helpline as well. It's 0800-456-789. And then they've got an emergency line as well. It's 0800 567 567. Guys, call somebody. There's absolutely mm. nothing wrong with with getting some assistance. Yeah. it yeah. really isn't. I mean, everybody goes through stress. Uh, some people experience it a lot more severely than others. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. I hear birds. Have we got birds coming yeah, through the microphone? coming through on the background there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Maybe it, it keeps everyone else in the car. <laughs> <time. laughs> cool. We're actually, we're actually in my, my spare room at the moment. It's we painted pretty. it out yeah and uh, the color is uh, exceptionally girly <laughs> which is cool because we're talking about the psychology of color <laughs> so i'm like sitting in here the other day and i was doing some research on my books and stuff and i was like uh i think i'm actually pretty pretty calm yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay this is working there's a unicorn up there that's a gift from a neighbor of ours it's a nice that's crazy unicorn. stuff yeah, yeah <laughs> i just got to try and keep my comic book stuff in check. yes if if I can I just let it go man. That's that's for the next episode. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Cool. And lastly we'll have a chat on positive psychology. Which is a it's a nice way to end things. Mm. Um with regards to positive psychology, it was McClelland I think he he pushed positive psychology. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll chat a bit more about him a bit later. So uh also just to introduce ourselves, uh my I'm Matt and then this is Matt. Hello. And we both studied at University of Joburg. And uh, you was what was your major again?
1: Industrial psychology, psychology
0: and HR. Wow. Dude, I only had two majors (laughs) industrial psych and HR and and business management as well. Okay, so maybe I had three. three, (laughs) (laughs) Forget about that. (laughs) Everyone forgets about Oh (laughs) man. It was hectic. Yeah, man. So while we were busy studying, we always used to like have long discussions about psychology and that kind of thing. And um, it's actually pretty cool because I'm really glad that we got an opportunity now on a podcast to have a discussion about lots of different stuff. Yeah. With regards to psychology, though, um, I remember Bones. You ever watch Bones? Yeah, I remember Bones yeah, back in the, the day. There was one character, his name is uh, Sweets. And then Bones would have a, this constant like riffraff with him yeah. because of the fact that um, psychology is not a... a, a a science it's not a definitive science yeah, yeah like uh fossils or geology or whatever yeah psychology it's like a, an estimation yeah yeah so we always end up dealing with stats which yeah. made me so bleak <laughs> i was like oh more math yeah That's exactly awesome. yeah. I got into <laughs> the human brain to deal with math yeah <laughs> this is what
1: i wanted for my life yeah <laughs> cool man yeah they say um psychology is a science but you practice it as an art Oh, really? Yeah, that's what that's what they used to tell us in, in second and third year, mm. is that you practice psychology as an art. Oh, that's
0: cool. It's a nice way to think of it. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, especially with um, child psychology, they ask awesome them to draw as well, and then you interpret yeah. from the drawings and that kind of thing. I love going through to um arts, arts galleries and stuff. Yeah. We just yeah. went to Clarence and we came back not too long ago and there was some awesome art there. And you can really like dissect a lot. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah. it's a lot of like mental images that come into your brain. Yeah. We also picking up the bike. <laughs> I don't know if these microphones are good or if I'm just a bad sound yeah. technician. <laughs> cool man. Alrighty, dude. Um with regards to um nature versus nurture. Yeah. Um I normally deal a lot with regards to leadership yeah 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 so from your side uh with the did you watch the uh Ted Bundy recordings I've I've watched like bits of them and they are
1: absolutely fascinating yeah I yeah. would love to if I ever had in another life I wish I could have had a conversation with him almost you know because it is <laughs> be so interesting life. yeah exactly exactly
0: <laughs> yeah with uh the ted bundy thing and why i mentioned nature nurture is because there's this constant like discussion about um Mm. a difference between a sociopath and a psychopath Mm. and it's believed and and this is my interpretation we can google it as well if i'm wrong but uh, a psychopath is sort of born that way it's sort of like a difference in the um, mental capacities Mm. uh not not necessarily the brain structure but definitely um with regards to the, uh, what is it? It's, it's the sympathetic region of the brain. Yeah. That, that yeah, doesn't like work properly. Like so that they're, and, Yeah, like and... Yeah, yeah. So they're born that way. But then a sociopath is like born into a, uh, a family or like a social environment that promotes uh, violence and that kind of jazz. So um, in your experience, have you ever met like an, a good natural leader?
1: Or, or anything like that yeah i mean i've met a couple of people who you know they're just naturally charismatic you know yeah. people are just drawn to them no matter what they say or do you, even if they do wrong yeah <laughs> people yeah. are still will still defend them yeah, so yeah <laughs> you, you know you, you do yeah. find a lot of people that just have this natural draw yeah, that yeah. other people don't have
0: it is kind of strange, and uh, what was that one movie? Uh, it was a movie about this music group, and they were following this this guy, and he was a leader, but he was freaking wacky doodle. Oh uh, yeah, it wasn't Spinal Tap. I know that's the <laughs> the comedy. Oh man, I can't remember. It was a good movie yeah, though. It sounds awesome. But there's so many different like leaders that, yeah. that take a group in a direction, and then look back, and they're like, well, "Why? Why would I do this? This guy is mm. just like making me believe that." Um, when I have a look at um the the Fire Festival. Oh yeah. Yeah, the yeah. fire festival. That is fascinating, yeah. The guys were talking so much about um, you know, the the what they were doing for this guy. I can't remember his name. Mm, I just want to find like out if he up in jail. Something. I think it was another Matt. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. You're destroying <laughs> bringing your down our names. Festival. Fire festival guy. Let's see what Google gives us. <laughs> cool man. So now oh, that's the one dude. Ding 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 ding. Billy McFarland. Yeah, I don't you, know where I got math from. Jeez, I really want to find out if you yeah, like how much time he spent um, in jail. Yeah, but he's he he's good leader. Yeah, I mean he's a damn good leader. He led the guys into destruction in, in an almost literal sense. But uh, yeah, he was still a good leader. Yeah, exactly. And then um, there were there were a lot of. I mean, I mean Hitler uh, as an example in general is normally a bad example. Yeah, but he did yeah. lead effectively exactly he did again lead to destruction but um do you would you consider him a a nature based uh leader or like a nurture i I don't know of any uh leadership mentors that he had
1: yeah i don't really know of any he he probably would be a good example of what like what happens when the environment around you kind of plays against you you know yeah um so he probably would be a good example of nurture and how the Mm. the things in his life kind of shaped his perspectives and the things around him whether yeah. that shaped him as a leader i don't know maybe that was also, maybe that's where the nature comes in yeah. but i
0: think so because I, I mean he he had a high amount of vehemence and you know that gusto on yeah. on when he was giving his speeches exactly i don't know of any person going to getting uh, going to get a um like lessons yeah. how to talk like Hitler <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah, but that's I mean true. like he, he gave damn great speeches exactly uh, again it's towards a, a destructive end yeah which is a horrible thing but it's still as, in terms of a leader you, you know, know he did lead a hell of a lot of people exactly and I mean Time Magazine named him Man of the Year I think it was the year before the the Second World War. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So how he was turning the country around. I know, like Obama is probably another example of more the good side. You know, of how a, that, a leader yeah. that like leads people in a in a good way. Yeah. You know, and how he talks and he still inspires people. Yeah. But it's that that how he speaks and how he conducts himself. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: I was chatting with a friend of mine, a, a hardcore liberal, and um, oh, yeah. he uh, actually it was was him and his his wife. Mm. Um, they were having a chat about. What it was that helped Obama win, mm. and uh, we had like a consensus between the three of us that it was his speeches. Yes, the fact that he was so great at giving speeches, yeah, and also he was funny. He was yeah. an entertaining exactly, guy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So let's just go back to the fire festival thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's have a look if we can find this dude, Billy McFarland. William Z. McFarland. Um. Ford conviction. Uh, on May the first, 2017, Fire Festival organizer Anjaro sued for 100 million US dollars in a class class action lawsuit. Um, I don't know what Jesus. happened with that. They must have settled that. And then uh, he was released on 300 thousand US dollars bail. I know afterwards, if you watch the Fire Festival on the 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 Netflix one, even yeah. directly afterwards he started doing more fraud. Like, why?
1: <laughs> Some people are just they're in that mindset and they'll yeah. never be able to get out of it that's
0: freaking madness now yeah. now with that guy i mean like he's quite young if yeah. i remember correctly but but what environment did he have that nurtured him towards this destructive thing mm. or, or that made him want to achieve like a whole bunch of things yeah or did he just have this nature to try and go out of his way to achieve whatever he did exactly um march 2018 McFarland pleaded guilty to two counts of wire fraud in the federal court in manhattan and admitted using fake documents to attract investors he attracted more than 26 million us dollars to his company and he forfeited over the money back wow Hmm. at least he gave it back yeah at least (laughs) i I dealt with the case as well yeah i think it was 5.2 million rand Mm. that this guy embezzled from the company and the company like gave him like a disciplinary hearing notice and then he gave the money back just like <laughs> boom, it's five hundred million bucks. There we go. Yeah, oh, like <laughs> what? How's that? What did he even do with it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was still thinking like um, he was uh, investing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, that's normally like a thirty-day call account or something. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's currently twenty-seven, and he had to hand over twenty-six million. Whoa, jeez. Whoa, six years imprisonment. Nice. Okay. Years, okay. He? Well, he's still gonna get out before he's like
1: forty. Yeah, exactly. Maniac. Yeah, I mean, what? But what is it? What? The, just a side thing, like what do you do after this moment, you know? Like I guess a person like him will find a find a way. Yeah, he would. Yeah. I mean
0: you look at Wolf of Wall Street. Exactly. That guy's got like a
1: book and a movie and all these different things. He's he's doing just fine for himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean like he's he's I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand how we get there. No, yeah. (laughs) So um when I was having a look at uh the nature versus nurture. So now it's important from a psychological perspective to understand the role of like socialization. Yeah. So um, in any environment, if you're in an environment right now that's pushing you in a way that makes you uncomfortable or it pushes you in a way that makes you feel better, I mean, they, they would suggest like fully for surround yourself with people that you want to be similar to. Yeah. So um, when you start doing that, then you start realizing, you know, I actually start changing my goals and changing my attitudes and that kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's really important to understand the nature versus nurture thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they say a lot of the time, you know, as you're young and you're growing up, your nurturing is actually what affects your life yes like you say the people around you your influencers your yeah. family friends uh, work colleagues but as you get older actually nature more takes over so oh really yeah, yeah. as you get older as you get older yeah kind of so makes sense interesting yeah so like how much again like how much dopamine is coming into your brain yeah and all yeah. that kind of thing is obviously affected as you get older and it yeah. makes you grumpy and other things <laughs> like that so, I think I'm getting yeah. grumpy in my old age. yeah
0: <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like oh, oh day, man day. you know <laughs> and then i wake up saturday and i'm like oh uh, saturday, saturday uh, oh. Yeah. get off my lawn <laughs> <laughs> get off my lawn <laughs> oh man that's crazy yeah. um nature versus nurture i'm trying to remember who um suggested the, the the theory do you remember i don't remember actually it'd be quite nature too. versus nurture i know i have it in a book there right behind you oh, somewhere yeah, but that. let's let's personality so now personality is a fantastic subject studied by psychology yeah um yeah. there's so many different things i'm trying to remember the big five do you remember the big five personality traits no Big so Five personality ago. traits so that they measure um different personality traits big five if i remember correctly it's openness conscientiousness extroversion your Myl- myers-briggs
1: type of yeah, it was yeah
0: so it's openness. Um, so that they measure all these different things on a personality mm-hmm. scale. Yeah. And uh, if yes. any of you guys can, um, I think if I can find a link while we'll we're busy chatting today, I'll, I'll check it up. Yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it measures your openness. Um, is it Myers Briggs? Uh, yeah, Myers Briggs was something else, I think.
1: Yeah, but it was also a
0: personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Myers Briggs was the sixteen yeah, personality yeah. traits because there was like four. So yeah. like I think if I remember correctly, I'm an ENTJ, extroverted, intuitive intuitive thinking and judging yeah yeah and there's so many different like comparisons yeah and so what i do with team building as well especially in a small team mm-hmm. i like send them all this link i'm like answer these 72 questions i want to know what your personality traits is yeah and if you question it i want you to do it again so that i get it and it's like done yeah exactly Did you, have you done it with yourself and your family i've done it i've done it a few times actually it's, yeah. it's always
1: interesting and every now and then it changes slightly but for the most part there are like some consistencies yeah, yeah. yeah
0: have you ever noticed like certain character traits that you just don't get along with yeah exactly (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) like and I love that the the Myers-Briggs definitely points it out it's
0: quite yeah like I feel like that guy who likes astrology because I I like astrology a bit if if people are using something to understand the people around them then good on you yeah yeah but 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 Again, somebody meets like a Scorpio, and they're like, uh, Scorpio." Oh, Scorpio. Yeah. Or like they meet a ENTJ, and they're like, "Oh, ENTJ." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, we we could never date because you're a Virgo and I'm a ENTJ. Capricorn." Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> That's funny. dude. Oh man, it's gonna be like a book somewhere, like how to be in a relationship with these. Days. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, nature versus nurture. Who was it? I really like this nature versus nurture because, firstly. The, the the best thing about psychology as a subject is to um understand the people around you and uh I'm, the one book that i'm busy writing mm. apple spotting is about oh, okay. you know good apples and bad apples yeah. within your family and your business and it's literally just I'm, I'm taking all of these complex sort of things yeah and i'm putting it into a really simple allegory that's cool. we're picking up everything on yeah yeah uh, where the hell was i yes Apple's understanding smiling. the people yeah. around yeah. you just take a minute and once you understand everyone around you then it's better mm. Mm. cool yeah. um nature versus nurture yeah, that's what i also love about
1: psychology it's, it's it's the understanding of people around you it's, yeah it's attempting to understand how and why people do certain things yeah. Yeah.
0: when you finished your degree um i mean like you've been traveling and stuff do you feel like yeah. you had a better understanding of the people around you and how to communicate
1: yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel like what was nice was it it, it helped me understand people's motivations a lot better. Yeah, you know, in, in my travels.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's quite cool because um, you went to Cambodia, hey? Cambodia, yeah. Yeah, how yeah. long yeah. were you there? Like a year? About or... half a year. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. So when you were there, did you meet lots of different people or just people from the region?
1: Um, I met a lot of people in the region and kind of all over and all over the world actually. Oh yeah. Um, but you know a lot of the people in Cambodia, you can kind of see how the history of there kind of shaped a lot of people and the mindset of a lot of the people there. And then in a different region, they might have had a similar history, but they're in a different space. And those guys are also affected differently. So one country, similar experiences, but because
0: of the people around them, it did shape their attitudes. Oh, that's cool. And then uh, with the foreign guys, like the guys, because obviously you were a foreigner when you were there. Yeah, yeah. So like when you were there, did you also notice maybe some of the guys had like culture clashes? Um,
1: I, not not as much as I would have thought. You know? oh, yeah. Yeah, like I I thought you know because you know like we had a right wing Republican <laughs> guy and you know, a more liberal American. You know, okay, I would have okay. thought that they would clash, but they didn't clash at all. They actually were quite respectful. You know. Oh, that's cool. Um, and you know a lot, a lot of the guys from all over were actually quite i think it's it's strange when you're thrown into a completely different environment to what you're comfortable in mm. you kind of like well we're all foreigners in this country we'll just yeah. whatever differences we would normally have yeah we have a lot we have, we actually look at what's in common that's and there's cool. actually more that we have in common than what separated us that's that cool. was nice yeah.
0: that's quite awesome yeah that's pretty amazing and then like um from the you guys have any conflict at all or was everyone like just chilled mostly
1: everyone was chilled you know There was a couple of personality clashes in minor incidents i would say you know a couple of the 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 people i i guess how they conduct themselves or how they say stuff other people didn't quite appreciate because yeah it's just not how something is said you know Um, yeah yeah. especially when it comes to like languages you know some of the guys that speak english as a second language or they speak it they're bilingual but Okay. When they speak English, that means something
0: different oh, okay. to when you say it. Yeah. Like, Did you uh, guys have any like hand gestures that were completely different? Because I, I looked up, uh, was, it, was it it's pointing at people? I can't remember. I think yeah. it was the Philippines. Was it the Philippines or was it in Cambodia? I, I know the Philippines is. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So the Philippines, out of respect, when you point at somebody, you point with your thumb. Oh yeah, out of respect because pointing that's with fingers the, uh, uh disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. So you point like there's that person over there. You, you yeah, point with yeah. your thumb. It's so oh, weird because so everybody funny. gets like yeah, a, that's like so a, a so hey, <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah So yeah. always think about that now. Uh, like uh, if I remember correctly, the 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 Russians have a superstition that um you don't whistle inside because you'll cause mm. a storm. Oh yeah. So now I I've, like I just took that in and I'm like okay. Whistling is not cool for a lot of people, yeah, so like yeah. I whistle every now and then. I'm like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And then now now I go into somebody's house. I'm like, oh, I don't know if they believe this. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> they like, think. Yeah. Like a lot of self control when yeah, you learn these yeah. different
1: things. I think a lot of the guys did have a bit of self control. You know, they they yeah. also understood that a lot of people have different cultures and they have different understandings. So if you did do something that might have offended them at home, yeah, in that situation, it, they kind of let it slide. Yeah.
0: yeah. So um, while you guys were there, what were you doing? Like. Was it because it was a bunch of foreign dudes went to Cambodia?
1: Like, yeah. What did you do? A lot of us did different things. So some of us were teaching at orphanages. Mm-hmm. Um, A couple of people were kind of working with NGOs. Yeah. And they, they were also doing various things from like project managing the NGO to just helping rewrite reports so that they could get international funding. Yeah. Because yeah. like in their potentially broken english yeah they were worried that they might not get the funding needed so oh, they cool. would get the foreigners to rewrite the stuff for them that's so awesome. at least sounded professional cool man. So yeah so so and it was nice from like simple things like that to the more complicated yeah yeah
0: know. that's awesome so when everybody went there they sort of had a purpose they weren't like yes. sitting around doing nothing no yeah everyone that, that had an idea yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: and i think everyone was like we are all here to kind of help these people do whatever mm. to help them and that was, yeah
0: it was, a, it was another subject I wanted to chat about because, um, like, purpose and efficacy is, is mm. such a huge part of psychological huge. well-being. Yeah. Efficacy, um, to try and summarize, is just the belief that you can achieve something is mm. what what allows you to achieve it. So, mm. by uh, having a, an element of disbelief in your abilities, you will yeah. immediately cast yourself aside. You'll just kind of ruin it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, Uh, and then um jordan peterson sort of pushes the whole purpose nature Mm. so as you're going towards um he he if i remember correctly and i I might paraphrase it paraphrase um he he said that your level of happiness is higher in the achievement in the achieving of a goal the the active process towards the goal rather than just having the goal done itself Mm. so it's like Mm. you get a free ferrari but you know working yourself to get that ferrari or taking part in a competition towards yeah. a Ferrari. You're more happier going towards the goal than just getting it. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. So it's, it's quite crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, if you, if you ever looked at those rich uh, kids of Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. That's so like they just crazy. have everything. Yeah, exactly. And you look at you like, guys, why, are you happy? Like, are you genuinely happy? Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, we had a chat about this on the other taxes thing. Uh, I think um, we found out like Nicolas Cage has like 15 houses or something and like five <laughs> castles. Like, dude... Are you happy? <laughs> no, are you happy? Like, are you happy yet? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like, I'm pretty happy in my girly room. Yeah. Doing my podcast, yeah. talking nonsense, and drinking a giant cup of coffee. Giant. It's so big. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, like, have you been listening to a lot of Jordan Peterson? I haven't listened to him quite recently, but
1: he is one of the guys that, you know, just, hmm. you just know he's talking with authority. You know, you yeah. you know, you know, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna find that guy driving that car. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna hit him with the microphone. It's gonna sound amazing. (laughs) Uh, Jordan Peterson, um, if you can listen to his audio book for Mm -hmm. the twelve rules of something, I can't remember that book. Uh, listen to the audiobook dude. He chats about one of the uh, one of his friends that uh, committed suicide. Oh, yeah. And, um, like, you can hear his emotion as yeah. he's... Because normally, like, an audiobook is, is like, just some monotonous... Mm. It's, it's just, like, boring. But it's interesting because yeah. it's content. Yeah. It was pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah, because sure. you don't get that on paper. You don't get that, like... <laughs> you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this guy did this to himself. Yeah. And, you know, he, sp- he spoke constantly about... Um, the the friend of his that was unhappy and that kind of jazz mm. and it was was mm. quite like obviously sad but it was very powerful yeah like listening to him actually speak about this happening mm. it was mm. cool yeah Jordan Peterson um did you ever check the uh it was the the lobster uh, I think it's the lobster theory okay so the uh, the lobster theory if I remember correctly um the the let's say for example you've got two strong lobsters yeah and they're yeah. gonna fight for territory yeah then the one lobster uh, it's the claws the size of the claws uh, okay the, the one lobster will sort of dominate the other lobster mm. either through claws or whatever it is yeah and then the lobster that loses um sort of takes on it's like a posture in a way the neural activity affects it in some way yeah and it actually develops a bit of a submissive sort of i wouldn't say personality but okay. it becomes in, in in loose terms, like a beta, a beta yeah. male and an alpha male. Yeah. So the, the beta male continuously goes forward in that same line. That mindset. Getting continuously look like losing territory, mm-hmm. losing the two, like females and stuff like that, because if I remember correctly, again, it's a, it's very in depth what he yeah, said. So if, even if I yeah. get like ten percent, it's, like, it's <laughs> like not enough. So um, yeah. So it's like a it's also like a victimized mindset Ooh. that he also chats about. If you, if you act like the person who gets bullied, you're going to get bullied. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. I know there was a... Yes, I also forget his name. is was Steven something. Mm-hmm. And he actually said... Because his books are generally trying to shift people away from the victim mindset. So he says, yeah. you've overcome so much. You're not a victim, you're a victor. Okay. And I guess we can touch on that more on the positive psychology stuff. Yeah, but yeah. But that, that was his... All of his books uh, yeah. are, are, are generally trying
0: to shift people from this loser attitude to the winner attitude yeah now i was thinking a lot about that um like for example um people with a high level of anxiety um uh uh, do they notice danger more Mm. because or or do they just happen to be continuous victims do you know what i mean so do they notice uh, a lot more dangerous things happening around them because they got this like anxiety thing so anxiety is is not a 100% bad thing yeah you know it's not like freaking cancer yeah you know, anxiety is it's natural yeah she said some people perceive it differently yeah like with their um like with stress levels yeah i was assisting this one client as well and uh, she's going through a lot of stress with her company so she ended up getting like seven or eight ulcers at the same Jeez. time because of all like just how her body deals with stress yeah. and she calls me and she's like dude we need to sort out the paperwork and everything finalizing the stuff and i'm like okay cool um how soon do you want it she's like i really need it as soon as possible because my body can't handle the stress and i was like your body and your mind like handling stress in two different ways and she's like i just don't understand why my body does this when i'm stressed yeah so yeah it's it's crazy the biological impact of stress yeah those those are huge problems for some people Yeah. yeah um i also read up with regards to stress in stressful uh, job categories about increased drug activity and drug use. Oh, yeah. um, oh, highest yeah. paying jobs with no drug test. <laughs> <laughs> no that that's a Google search. It's <laughs> very worrying. Yeah. At Google are like, I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, professions with highest drug abuse. I'm actually going to do a podcast uh, with my dad right. about he's sort of like... Um, experience with aa and oh, wow. you know alcohol alcoholism mm. and that kind of jazz i have a proper chat with him because um from my side fortunately i'm not addicted to any hardcore substances like that and unfortunately this a subject that's so relevant within yeah. our lives um so some of the guys don't deal with it too well and some of the mm. families get impacted so i know from like a family perspective like if somebody you love is going through a tough time you know Firstly, they need to go and get proper help. Yeah. Because if you're not an addict, you don't know how to help them yeah. properly. Uh, yeah, there's a whole whole new podcast on that as well. Yeah, that's that's a whole episode right there. <laughs> um, doctors, an estimated 10% of healthcare practitioners, uh, professionals abuse drugs. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It's really. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's got a headache. Oh, Vicodin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just thinking house now. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <us this laughs> <thought, no? laughs> More likely to misuse prescription drugs. Attorneys and lawyers. Now, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I have okay. dealt with a lot of lawyers that go to the toilet and come back and they're like full of energy. And I'm like, bro, did you have a donut? Yeah, a dude. Donut? yeah. <laughs> And he's yeah. like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like, how much studying have you done? He's yeah. like, uh, I studied for about 18 hours last night. I'm like, no, no, yeah. you haven't. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and like the long hours
1: that some of these guys have to work, you
0: know, yeah. it's, look, I guess... It's, they
1: do whatever they have to yeah. to try and get through it to get the job is high, done. And it's high,
0: high stress, dude. Yeah. With HR, with the HR work that I do, uh, I deal with a lot of legal stuff. Uh, mm. Everything could have a legal impact in some way. But uh, when you're dealing with um, like going through to an arbitration or even getting documents ready for courts and stuff, mm. that stuff's hectic. And yeah. you've got to make it tight. And you've got to read it in a thousand ways, which is where I think uh, psychology also helps because mm. it's all about interpretation sometimes. Yeah. So then you read through like one page and it's like, uh, how, how would a lawyer interpret this? Yeah. How would a psychologist interpret yeah. it? How would a layman interpret this? Exactly. And
1: I think the psychology stuff does help just to be able to say, well, I know the lawyer is going to interpret it this way. Yeah. But I also know it needs to be interpreted this way. Like, yeah. this is what I actually mean. And how do I meet these two points?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hard, man. Yeah. You got to like uh, a simple sentence can be interpreted in like a thousand different yeah, ways. Yeah, exactly. And and also with with writing, you don't get the 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 inflection of yeah. different words. Uh, I think they did like a test. Um, if you inflect, uh, like a four word sentence, like I walked that way, hmm. I walked that way. Yeah. Um, if you inflect each one it changes the the meaning of like I walked that way. Yeah or I walked that way. Yeah. I walked that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <so laughs> that's, that's exactly. Wacky. It's crazy how they yeah. um industry food services. Hmm. Mm. Uh, it looks like heavy alcohol abuse in the food services. I can also account to I, that. I yeah, but also after work. Oh, man, dude, like a, an 18-hour shift or something in a restaurant. Dude, that's worse, man. Yeah. Oh, man. believe that. A lot of my mates in UK, I worked with them in McDonald's. Shout out to McDonald's dudes. And, uh, wow, dude, after like a, a night shift, we'd start work at like 4, 4 p.m. Yeah. Get done maybe like 3 a.m no afterwards yes. we're like oh let's just go to the casino okay. yeah I mean,
1: like, uh, casino <laughs> let's, let's do it you know, so yeah <laughs> it's
0: bad i can i can believe that so yeah it's yeah. <laughs> crazy um mining i never I that surprised so no. now mining i understand um i assist sometimes with the guys in mining as well uh, okay um and the the the, the alcohol testing is mm. crazy strict it's yeah. crazy crazy strict i mean even if you have a good night tonight. Mm. Um, three days from now, it's still like scary. Yeah. You you might like get fired if you try and come into work and like that. And I, I know also with uh, the bakeries, I had, mm. a, I had a case I assisted with the bakery as well. That was so <laughs> stupid. This guy comes to work like pissed out of his brackets. And I don't know how he got through the test, but he, he went to the bakery and they had to fix like the ovens and stuff. So he does like metal cutting around the, the ovens to yeah, keep yeah. it like, uh, up to up to standard, and he cuts off his finger oh. done, and then they they through the incident process they <laughs> they they do the test and then they do the alcohol test and they get him sorted and everything yeah, yeah, he gets his finger done. I get a call up, it's like uh this guy is drunk at work, and he didn't follow health and safety procedures, and he cut off his finger. So, during that period, he cut off his finger. Yeah. I fired his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. And he, he obviously didn't get his pay, like, the full pay for that month. Because yeah. he was, like, just in the month. And Gee. I'm like, I said to the guy, I'm like, guy, you know you're not supposed to come to work drunk. He's like, yeah. oh, I just wanted to try, you know. I just had a few extra drinks. No. No, that's the not test, a few extra drinks. Uh, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Is you it worth should, your job? That's what you really need to ask yourself. Drug yeah. use in construction as that well. I believe, yeah. So I know alcohol is a huge thing in, in construction. Mm. Um, I know because uh, I worked HR in construction as well for a while. Yeah. And that gets pretty hectic. But a lot of the guys in like the head office are pretty okay. Yeah. Those guys are always expected a little bit of... Um, like something to give them energy because mm. the construction guys in the offices, they work hell of a long hours, yeah. especially like your quantity surveyors and even the accounts guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. HR was quite fortunate. I was only like assisting. So uh, okay. back then. Yeah. Um, mm. But the HR manager was always there like i was like i would wake up and she's like are you coming to the office i'm like yes yeah. i'm like are you, are you still there yeah do you sleep you She'd, She'd stay overnight at the yeah. office like at least twice a week it was yeah. crazy yeah, when, when you they even had a shower at that office really yeah i was like so you just bring extra shirts yeah. so you got like a filing cabinet like a clothing <laughs> just, cabinet it's <that's> your <laughs> you spot just, yeah you just
1: live there you know it's bad when like an eight to five day is a half day for you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah dude it's bad Again, um, guys, uh, we're chatting psychology today. Uh, it's a loose discussion. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to have a hardcore in-depth discussion about things that you would need to fix yourself. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, um, if you do need assistance, there's a lot of great uh, call centers. Mm. Um, if I can find any international stuff, I'll put it up on the links as well. 24-hour helpline, again, is 0800-456-789. Mm. Uh, just call them. Uh, they're trained and everything to, do their, to, to assist you through whatever's going on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that also, I mean... A lot of guys just call them up just to say, you know, I'm having this kind of stress. Like, how, how can I go deal with this certain thing? Yeah. So obviously, if you oversaturate the call center, they're not going to be able to call uh, answer all the calls. Yeah. So, <laughs> so don't, don't call them and ask them, how are they doing? You know, just call them and, <laughs> yeah. dude, I'm going through a tough time. You know, try and keep it short and quick so that the next guy who might definitely need it mm. goes in. But anything to just look after your own mental health, man. Yeah. This is something you got to look after. And it's
1: really helpful just to be able to bounce stuff off of an objective person. Mm. You know, sometimes all you need is just someone just to listen to you. Yeah. And that is that is a powerful, yeah. powerful tool in it itself. If you're stressed and you need just someone just to listen to you, just vent about some... Yeah. Douche canoe at work. Douche canoe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when I was at yeah. UJ, I used to go to the PsyCad. Yeah. I was like, dude, it's free therapy. Yeah. Like, let me go through. And um, it's it's a weird experience, therapy. I'm sure. Especially yeah. if it's for free, because yeah. it's like, Am I a guinea pig right now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, yeah. 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 But it was cool. It it helped me because uh the guy had uh it's genuinely just an opportunity to vent. Yeah. You just like have have a discussion and um it's mostly just self-reflection mm. that a therapist will, will sort of push back at you. Yeah. And that's something that I also had to look quite carefully at. Oh, I can't remember who it was. It might, it might have been Freud. But you know the whole design of the therapist sitting on like an armchair uh, and yeah. the person lying down looking at the roof? Mm. That was designed so that the, uh, the patient in that circumstance would not react to the facial expressions that can't be oh. hidden by the therapist. So when I tell you anything, you have uncontrollable micro-expressions. Yes. And people yes. pick up on that. So he said, it's not really for comfort. It's so that you have a reason not to look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're looking at the roof yeah. and you're having a discussion and there's definitely no sort of um, uh, nothing that would cause you to filter out what you're having to say yeah. to a to therapist. So that, to me, was quite cool. That's really nice. Yeah. It's also <clears throat> why sometimes when you're driving, you have these long in-depth discussions with people. Have you noticed? Yeah. Cause, yeah. cause you can't look at the person's yeah, face. You can't, actually you can't see look. Like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> You're just like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, right. And then they also just look into the side. And yeah. y- if you really want to connect with somebody, you, you do like a travel thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I always suggest that with like, if, and, and again, we, when we go through positive psychology, it mentions the importance of relationships. Mm. So when mm. you have a relationship and you want to invest in that relationship, like you want to, Show that person you're important to me. It uh, doesn't matter who it is. You go traveling a bit, and I don't mean mm. like going through to Cambodia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean like you literally you go to the shop and then you go somewhere and then you go somewhere. It's literally just the experience yeah. of changing venues. Yeah. It, it helps people grow together. Yeah, that's quite cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. Have you and your lady ever done geocaching?
1: Oh, I, I we haven't done it together. I've yeah, done yeah. it by myself with when I was single. Af. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was a lot of fun but i think we
0: need to make it a date it's dude de- geocaching geocache. is awesome is it yeah yeah okay, it is okay. so cool and there are so so many geocaches so yeah. just just for everybody else think of it like like social media treasure hunting yeah I think. that's a good way of putting yeah, it actually yeah. Yeah. yeah so everybody's got like this little forum um we use a, a an app called c colon geo i okay. think that's the name of it and then um there's a lot of different like geocache apps you can like sign up for and pay yeah. for, and, but most of it's free. Yeah. and then you, so somebody would set up a geocache, like a small little plastic container with like a little roll of paper mm. and then um, and then you got to go find this thing and not get caught finding it. So yeah. so for example, a pedestrian at a roadside a roadside geocache um like hidden behind a rock or something. We call the pedestrians muggles <laughs> from Harry Potter. <laughs> We're just that's like, gross. Oh, this yeah. is a muggle. Don't let them see us yeah. get the thing. Because then they'll go there and they're like, oh this is cool. I'll take this home. But yeah, that's not exactly. the purpose of it. It's yeah. to keep it there. Yeah. So I mean like we've been to a few. Um I think in the Clipperfield uh game reserve there was oh, a really nice one over there. It was like an old metal um army um ammo box oh wow it was freaking huge dude and it was just full of like because a lot of people do it with their family yeah it's yeah. full of like toys for the kids and the that's kids cool. can like leave a toy or take a toy mm, um mm. some of the guys have like these little bugs if you genuinely want to try something weird obviously be safe so don't go into like the middle of Jerburg, yeah. Hillbrow <laughs> or like some really dodgy place go to like and if you look just in your immediate area yeah it's nice as well get out a bit especially if you hike it's really nice dude, yeah. it's awesome yeah. i enjoyed
1: it a lot yeah, we did, um, it was one in Botanical Gardens that we didn't even know that it was there. Just someone, they were quite a, into the geocaching thing and they just saw it on their, on their phone. I think it was on Google. Yeah. Or and yeah. they were just like, oh, there's one like quite close, yeah. So yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of us got up and made our way there and <laughs> we left like a little ticket stub for mini golf.
0: And yeah, yeah. Like, so it was quite fun, yeah. It is cool. It's yeah. cool. It's a nice, it's a proper social thing. It is. And it's like a brand new like hobby. Yeah. For, for social people exactly, uh, exactly and you get your little names there's a guy in uh, the rudipod area called spider finder and it's because okay. wherever he goes to find a geocache he ends yeah. up finding a giant spider at the same time <laughs> so like he like puts um the geocaches in like really weird little spots uh, okay um so for example you're in the middle of a big shopping center you know that where they keep the trolleys there's yeah, like yeah. metal railings He might hide one somewhere near there but you've got to like play around and like ah, hook a wire into a wire clever and it's okay. a proper like fun time yeah, I should yeah. actually find out if the comic stores have any geocaching. Yeah. So should yeah. Try, try and have Let's a look have at a that look, sometime. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, psychology of color, while we're talking about the comic stores. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of guys are studying psychology of color, and especially when you have a look at logos, they mm. always like like invoke uh, different feelings. Yeah. Um, when I have a look at the geocache, uh, the geocache, <laughs> uh, the social media guys, yeah. a lot of them are blue. Yeah, exactly. You have got like the blue for that calming effect. Mm. But part of me wonders if the um, the blue in um, addition to that little number for the notice, you oh, know, you got yes. that little number. Yes. So are they supposed to work? like the, the the thing by itself was calming but then yeah. you got this bright red like boom yeah like yeah. you must look at this now yeah, like dopamine draw attention yeah, to yeah, yeah. that yeah so i wonder if they like designed that so that you had that con- uh that like weird thing yeah
1: yeah it must have been some some dude probably got paid a lot of money to come up with that whole yeah idea because you know if it was green maybe people wouldn't think too much about it they just yeah, pick yeah. it and turn away you know yeah, yeah because it's red and it's so like stark yeah, and yeah yeah
0: i wonder um if like how much time they spend on that because when i have a yeah. look at the smaller business even just for my podcast mm. like i was quite specific like i'd really like this thing but with yeah. uh, pineapple republic i just said i would like a basic thing and then for itunes they have specific sizes and yeah. she's like okay i got some ideas and she threw them around So then she brought it back to me. And yes, she's a sponsor, but like it's a genuinely good service I received from her. And um, she sent it to me, and I'm like, dude, that's amazing. I asked for like a few little changes, tiny little things, and Mm. then that was it. It was done. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, she's freaking fast as well. Oh, good. Okay. Um, That makes a difference. With psychology of color, do you use it with your clothing?
1: You know, it's actually, I was actually thinking about that too. You know, I was thinking, you know, if you're going into a meeting that you know. it could be there's potential for conflict yeah do you rather wear a more calming colour to try and just ease it yeah or do you rather try and wear like one of these more yeah I don't know in your face kind of colours to show that you know I I think it it, it does make a difference you know when people see you you yeah a lot of people they when they go on like a first date they yeah. wear blue you know because yeah actually, yeah it's a know, calming color it's a calming color yeah, yeah. like the ladies see and they already don't yeah. think that you're a serial killer yeah yeah, yeah. Like, okay, although this some serial seems... killers know that so exactly it's really <laughs> wear blue now yeah. damn <laughs> <laughs> there was that
0: one guy he used to specifically look at his watch oh yeah uh, the one serial killer dude he was a huge tall man yeah, yeah. Uh, i can't remember his name um but then he would pick a pitch and then you'd ask okay. him like how far are you going and then they would look at him this huge dude and then they say, um, just there. And then yeah. you look at his watch, he's like, okay, I have time if you want to. Wow. So that like disarmed them because he's so oh, big yeah. and scary already. He yeah, yeah. wasn't like a scary looking dude. He was just really tall and yeah. like a big shaped man. And because of that, he said that worked every time. He's just like, I have a time constraint. I have got time to kill you. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. just faking it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, an, it's dude. Interesting, yeah, yeah. So um, with the um, interviews and stuff, because yeah. I know you also assisted some guys with interviews and that kind yeah, of jazz. What would you yeah. suggest them?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I think when you when you're coming into, you know, your are kind of your grays and your blues are quite good colors, mm-hmm. I find, you know, because the, the interviewer has no idea what to expect from you, they kind of just know you from a piece of paper. So if you can come in, you, you know, you, you want to wear colors, and you want to be as both presentable, but in a way that you don't come across too strongly. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, your blues and your grays are generally good colors for, for, for that, especially when a guy like I said has no idea who you are. They just see you on a piece of paper. They see what you've done. They see what you've studied. And that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. when they can see what you're wearing, it gives off another impression yeah. of who you are. Okay. It does make a difference. Yeah.
0: But some of the guys talking about CVs or resumes, whichever country you mm-hmm. guys are listening from. Um, um, I, I normally look at the interests as yeah. talking points yeah so an interviewee would say oh yeah i can talk to everybody about the degrees but what are your interests like what, yeah. what's the human aspect of, of this application yeah. yeah so um a lot of guys i deal with they look first at the interests because oh, they wow. assume you you would apply uh, yeah. uh, knowing that you can get the job they look at your interests first and mm. if it says something like listening to music and reading yeah. Like, it's such a general. So like general. Everybody listens to music and everybody reads. Yeah, like exactly. It's just a, yeah. Like, if you put something interesting in it, then, oh, okay, this person's actually kind of a, an interesting human. Yeah, exactly. And then they go back and they look at the rest. Yeah. So some of them will, like, flip around. Yeah. What, what I did with the, when I do consulting with guys' careers and stuff, I suggest that we take the interest and we make symbols.
1: Oh, right? that's good. So yeah. that they
0: have to immediately, like, look at it. So, for example, on mine, I've got a, like, a, like, a, it's like a combat training type thing, like gloves. Oh, cool. Because I like to do boxing and wing chun and a little bit of different yeah. things. So with those guys, um, they immediately call me. i like, do you do karate and stuff? Well, they don't call me. They first tell me, hi, I'm calling from here. i received your application, for example. Yeah. And then um, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you've got this here. Or like I have a, a guitar. Yeah. I play guitar as well. And they're like, oh, what instrument do you play? Yeah. Because it doesn't yeah. look like any specific thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. It's a very good point actually you know i used to always end my interviews because you, you know you kind of go through half an hour of kind of being grilled by someone who you've only just met yeah so to kind of also i try and i would try and start it off a little bit more chilled and then end it off on what are your interests what do you do for fun yeah You know, let's hear more yeah like you said, the, the, the personal side but yeah, i think yeah. the inverse of that is also important yeah you know, like to start off and get the human side there mm um what's the craziest reply you've had
0: to what do you do for fun oh man <laughs> it's actually a good question i mean like you, some guys like i like to build bombs yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah i just like to blow stuff up in my yeah, basement yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man that's yeah. so weird i was talking to this one chick um uh, i think she was like some admin or something oh, but yeah. she's into that roller derby have you ever seen that? oh yeah, yeah that's like cool chicks on roller skates yeah, like beating yeah. the shit out of each other i was like you what <laughs> you really you? Yeah, yeah yeah and she's yeah. like so chilled and yeah, like petite yeah. and stuff and i was like okay cool awesome yeah. uh you who who do you hurt who on a daily basis yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah i think her name was like rampage rachel or something <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fascinating was <what, laughs> funny that's funny
1: yeah, I think some of the guys that do like dancing and things like that, you know, you have like guys that do like tap dancing. And, yeah, like, yeah, like it's it's like so specialized and niche. <laughs> yeah. that when somebody's coming I mean, in niche dancing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when somebody's coming <laughs> in for like an accounting role and they do like tap, you know like, Yeah. That's not what I would have expected from an accountant, but okay, you know <laughs> whatever helps
0: you de stress, yeah. <laughs> I won't judge. With them um, uh to try and get back on subject <laughs> psychology of color yeah um a lot of guys use it for different reasons yeah. um, what I suggest is you associate a, a color with a, a goal that you have for yeah. yourself so um like for example with um say I have a financial goal I want to achieve mm. and uh, some of the guys have like a what are they called those vision boards yeah they kind of jazz um so then you associate a color with that so Mm. it's like a soft reminder whatever you're doing if you pick up a green pen you're like oh yes that's a goal that i want to achieve you like have it constantly in your mind so if you associate not not just a goal with um you know like a new car for example yeah um if you want to get yourself a new car and you want to work towards it which again is something we mentioned is more positively Mm -hmm. orientated than just having a car yeah um associate a color with it and you know um even if it's quite specific like you want a red car with like black leather seats or something yeah you know, be specific about the color like visualize it yeah and it does because when we have a look at the efficacy again mm. you're thinking you know towards uh, it's something that you can definitely achieve yeah it's pretty cool
1: it's really nice yeah i, I agree you know i've got a, a spreadsheet of kind of things that i need to some of the stuff that i need to do in our project manage and things and you know like i kind of change the color yeah to my like it's done now yeah and when i kind of feel a bit discouraged. I'm like, oh man, I haven't done much today. Then mm. I kind of unhide all the stuff that I have done. You're like, okay, well, I've actually okay. achieved a decent amount yeah, in the past yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Even though, okay, now this week there's still lots of stuff to do. Yeah. But I've all like, look what I've achieved already. And yeah, it does yeah. It's just a, n- a nice mental reminder that, yeah it's stressful now but i've done it already i've done a
0: lot already yeah yeah yeah. like give you like be kind to yourself yeah exactly yeah i mean so often and i don't know if it's just i know a lot of big cities are just so crass and harsh with each other you're swearing at each other in traffic yeah or or like you know you buy yourself something that you want and then Mm -hmm. you have regret because it's like oh i should have saved money to pay off my bond or whatever exactly you know exactly. just be kind to yourself man just yeah. just be a good dude yeah exactly sweet yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly. man um i think social media is there anything more you want to cover on social media i think we covered quite a bit
1: on social media you know i yeah, think yeah. The, the the big thing for me with social media is kind of that like hidden persona you know yeah um yeah that's a big thing i think that like sparks the bullying side of it which is also a big discussion but
0: the the bully stuff and um like especially twitter twitter is so hard with that and um there's a there's a few journalists that have like interrogated the the ceo and that kind of jazz because mm. they're like block certain people but not other people yeah or like this person talking about um men's rights is blocked or this woman uh, this person talking about women's rights is not blocked and they're mm. like but they're actually saying the same thing yeah or vice versa yeah so Again, Twitter is not as heavily regulated as Facebook. I yeah, think. I, th- I yeah. think and you're also, right. And also, like, Twitter is not a place for grandparents. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's yeah, also s- true. Yeah. So many grandparents on Facebook, they're like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is so true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it makes a big difference. <laughs> it makes a huge difference, yeah. When <laughs> At the same time, um, uh, with social media, that whole fake persona that you mentioned, mm. it's so real. Because, like, and I think uh, Twitter is probably the worst for it because yeah. you're just scrolling through these people doing amazing things. Yeah. Like, they never send a photo, a selfie when their snot knows they're snot nosed. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, man, I put on five kgs because I just haven't been able to arrange my meals properly or yeah, I'm exactly. going through like a junk food binge at the moment. You mm. know, they don't show you the bad side, they're just putting on this fake front. Yeah, exactly. And then um the, the, the stressful association with that is we measure our own success according to that. Yeah. Which exactly. is also where the word media also makes sense. Yeah. Cuz it's not freaking real. Yeah, exactly. It's so <laughs> dude, not real. Media is like TV, uh comic books. Yeah. It's not freaking real. It's a separate entity whole, from you, dude. Exactly. Like that is cool. That guy got himself a car. That guy has got mm-hmm. a hot girlfriend, whatever. It's separate from me. Yeah. You know, it's a, we're not the same. Like yeah, it's yeah. A, it's, it's fake. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I checked the uh, um, WhatsApp and Facebook has got like all these YouTube ads about stopping oh, yeah. fake news. Have you seen it? Okay. I've it's seen it. It's
1: it's a, it's good. Yeah, it's very good. Like yeah. a
0: WhatsApp's like th- um, uh, it's got um uh what's it called like how to leave a group when somebody's spreading fake news. It's like this whole like click 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 click. What to click? How to get? Sure. it it's so weird. so weird, but so good. Yeah, tactic. How they're trying to like control it a little bit. Mm.
1: No, yeah, it's good. I think fake news is obviously a big part of social media. And I guess the, the biggest, the, the, the downfall of social media will probably be fake news. And it's yeah. how easy it is to spread it on yeah. social media.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I think the last thing we need to chat about is positive psychology. Okay. Which I think is is an awesome subject. Yeah. Um, it's McClelland. McClelland, he also uh, focused on motivation as well. Yeah. Um, we actually didn't even have a chance to talk about uh, Maslow as well. McClelland, uh, positive psychology. Click, click, click. So McClelland, firstly, with these, uh, motivation theory mm. is that people have different needs that they need to, um, satisfy. Okay. Um, I'm trying, you need to remind me because we studied oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do what I can. It was sort of like a, think of it like a Venn diagram. Yes. So you've got three circles and they each like touch on each other a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you've got the need for achievements, which is obviously the need for a- attainment of things. Yeah. Uh, the need for power. Yeah. And for McLennan, what I really liked about McLennan is positive power. He's positive mm. power theories where um, it's good to have power. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you're not supposed to use it for destructive means. Like when we spoke about uh, Hitler, for example, yeah. Robert yeah. Greene mentioned, uh, you know, like dripping with power. But he's like yeah. got this negative thing or this this weird power trip type thing on yeah. his book, Power. Oh, wow. um, but some of them are so full power, like Richard Branson, but they're using it for good things. Yeah. Or like yeah. Elon Musk, they're like pushing the, 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 the understanding of of, of what is reality right now yeah exactly. They, and they've got these so people good. following them and mm. that kind of thing so positive power is not only about achieving good things and leading a group mm. but it's also the empowerment of those that are your subordinates or your followers exactly yeah. exactly yeah. i think as a spider-man
1: fan yeah, you know, yeah for yeah. me like the best part <laughs> is like you know that with great power comes great responsibility yeah, yeah. to lead into our comic book p- discussion but you know <laughs> like that that was kind of why i quite enjoyed it is that it was it's like the, the use of your power yeah and how does that get used
0: yeah uh, andrew McLean. actually there's an international positive psychology association that's pretty yeah, that's cool. cool yeah yeah what i like about positive psychology is they they um focus on how to lead a positive life, mm. and I mean, they're also understanding that you you're gonna go through sad times and yeah. depressions and um, uh, stress, and mm. I mean, the loss of a loved one. You're not supposed to be positive. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's it's good to be sad, but they also want to take it like you accept it for what it is, and then you move it around a little bit and push yourself towards um, appreciating what they did do exactly. while they're with you. I mean, that's a really good thing with pets. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, with pets, they don't they don't last forever. That's mm. not that's not the job. They're not supposed to outlive you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but at the end, uh, let's say, for example, you've got a, a 17-year-old dog, an, a, a big dog. So, yeah. like, those last three years are, like, hard. Yeah. Like, it's tough. But that's not the part you're supposed to remember. Yeah. You're supposed to remember, like, the slobbery, the, the happy, the barky, you know, the, exactly. the really awesome stuff. Yeah. But that's – and also, you're always sad mm. when somebody passes away. But you can't focus just on that. You can't make that define you. Yeah, and I have had like some families that I've also spoken with and um, coached some of the the, the the like career guys with tough families and yeah. stuff. and like a family member has has passed away, and that specific person passing away in a tragedy, or whatever, it characterised the entire family. Mm. You know, this this harsh tragedy moments and now the whole family is like this is who we are we are the people who lost somebody yeah and it, it really messed up this one guy because he was the younger brother and he just couldn't like work his way forward he felt like he was constantly in the shadow of what mm. his older brother could have been yeah so i was like dude uh that's your family you know you can either accept their nurturing aspect the socialization impact on you i wouldn't yeah. use those words i'm using yeah. <laughs> today. Um, yeah. or you can sort of define your own roots or yeah or well never lose your family i don't suggest that some people learn, uh, get very isolated when they do that yeah. but rather you know accept them for how they are and the life they want to live mm. but then you know encourage i encouraged him to get a group of friends and eventually yeah. started a band and he was oh, stuck wow. in a really cool punk band and stuff like that so yeah it was, it was doing really yeah. awesome first positive psychology is a scientific study of strength that enable individuals and communities to thrive Oh, so it's quite nice. It's, yeah, that's actually a very bad. nice definition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Believe that people want to lead a fulfilling life and cultivate what is best for love, work, and mm. play. That's nice. That's really nice. And yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of these like self-help dudes. You like, can be the best. Yeah, you <laughs> will be Arthur. Yeah. and then they they and that's why with apple spotting specifically. I'm like, I don't want to be a self-help guru. Yeah, like this is an actual. Okay, it's it's a it's a scientific thing yeah used as an art but it's positive psychology like just this is the theory how do we use this for like everyday person yeah 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 it's called the perma model p-e-r-m-a okay the perma model focuses on elements positive emotions, mm-hmm. engagement, relationships, meaning and achievements. Yeah. So positive emotions is quite straightforward, I'm pretty sure listeners and everybody understands yeah. positive emotions. It's important That's... to note though as we did touch on uh, drug abuse and that kind of thing mm. that certain addictive behaviors are triggered by positive emotions as well as negative. Yeah. So for example, somebody who might have a gambling habit um will do uh, might be just as triggered to do uh, to follow through the same habits in a negative Uh, phase of mind as well as a positive phase of mind so again it's about control and balance within yourself positive emotions also not limited so it's not like you can only be happy and that happiness is one specific definition yeah 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 Yeah. um so yeah so positive emotions is obviously the first the first uh element then engagement to finding flow so like what do you do to get a flow what do you do yeah so like i i try and turn things um
1: into a habit you know mm-hmm. um, so you know you're trying to just get that repetitiveness of like so 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 you're going to gym you just get into the habit of waking up early yeah the first couple of times <laughs> waking like, up early oh, is not a good sucks. <laughs> <I'm so bad laughs> i hate and, it so much and it's coming winter now yeah exactly i've so. <laughs> um, just started going back to the gym in wintertime and i was like you know what, if i can go in the cold and the wet and the rain my mind said if i can do this now it'll be so easy in summertime <laughs> so, do it now while
0: it's tough <laughs> i don't know why that worked for me but yeah. it has <laughs> oh, It works. Then that's cool. <laughs> exactly for me uh finding flow i use a lot of music mm. yeah so um especially music that's got a, a good beat yeah so i like to listen to maybe some instrumental hip-hop trip-hop yeah. you know there's there's um the work study streaming music yeah now those are YouTube. really cool yeah i just put it on on the tv or whatever and then i start getting busy with stuff yeah it confuses the hell out of my girlfriend though because <laughs> i'm like oh cool i want to go do the dishes she's like okay and then I put on some music and I'm like trying to find a good song. It's yeah. just like, what, what are you doing? I'm doing the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do the dishes to Queen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Finding flow is really important. Um, yeah. It's something that I always try and um, 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 prioritize for when I'm yeah. doing leadership coaching as well. Yeah. So whenever uh, I chat with somebody about, you know, I'm leading a team, for yeah. example. And I'm like, okay, so what do they do? Obviously, then you've got to know what your, your team is up to. But yeah. then how do you get in the way? How do you ruin the flow? Yeah. And how do you promote the flow? So one of the simplest ones that the guys do is it was a very quiet office. We put on the radio quite softly. It's okay. just the soft music. It actually improves uh, mental capacity and that kind oh, of it. nice. okay. soft, soft, gentle music. So, yeah. some of the guys listening to the podcast, they tell me, like, oh, dude, I get so much work done when I want to listen to you guys talk. Jeez. So, I mean, like, we could just cool. be sitting here saying, like, table, broom, yeah. <laughs> but like, it just it it's it's not the actual contents. Obviously, I want guys to have good content if yeah. they're stuck on a train or something. Oh, well, not bad, stuck on a train. It's, just, <laughs> it's a long train, right? Yeah. Uh, but again, it's finding a flow. So, yeah. it's, it's getting into that habit yeah <laughs> and i uh, know positive psychology focuses heavily on um uh flow in terms of you know productivity and you sort of mm-hmm. moving so within my family as well we learned i learned this and then i started talking to the guys and then eventually um like for example my dad would be super busy with something okay and i'm like are, are you in the flow and he's like yeah and they're like okay that's why he's not talking yeah, to me he's, yeah, he's, <laughs> okay, okay he'll be finished just yeah. now i'll talk to him just now yeah so finding flow is, is super important yeah if you can definitely. also engage there within yourself mm. for me it was studying was the hardest one. Oh yeah because yeah. um i couldn't study with music obviously i needed to like get a real internally motivated flow yeah aspect of things a lot of guys do flow within the short term like mm. maybe an hour or two some of them have like five six years They're like, I'm going to work on all of these different things. This is my like goal list. Yeah, this is it. Um, Douglas Kruger, he calls it a push yourself week. Oh, okay. You just like social media, emails, falls to the wayside. Mm. I have this specific thing I must get done this week. And he does it when he writes his books and stuff. Oh, okay. And he's like, push yourself week. So I mean, like, I I don't know. I have never seen him not shaved. (laughs) Maybe he doesn't take any photos. He's like, push yourself week. I haven't shaved in five days. (laughs) All right. Relationship. Authentic connections cool yeah so um what would you suggest if if somebody comes to you and they say i haven't got a good relationship with xyz or, or i'm struggling in the workplace yeah like like what would you suggest that they do you,
1: you know you, you have to kind of define what is causing the problem and mm-hmm. where do you want that relationship to be mm. so if it's a relationship with a co-worker do you want that relationship to uh, you, you know like i had a lot of at, at my previous job and even at my current job mm-hmm. a lot of work friends yeah okay? yeah yeah so you're like okay well i would like to maintain that and if something hadn't been there because that's a cool person and we're not getting along what, what do i need to change yeah about myself or about the situation
0: yeah yeah that, that can be rectified okay that makes yeah. a lot of sense so it's like a proper analysis of of everything yeah i think with no. psychology a lot of guys are like oh it's easy to just take a step back but if you only see this person like 15 minutes a day and you hate each other yeah like, exactly. you're not going to spend more than two minutes thinking about that relationship i'm like no. dude if it ruins your whole day it's worth with time worth, to think. yeah about. exactly like with the uh the relationship side as well um some of the guys focus on different things i always especially if, if it's a, a retail business because i like to consult retail i find yeah, fascinating. it fascinating yeah um I mean, yeah, I think both of us have done retail yeah. consulting. <laughs> uh, do a walk and talk in the parking lot. Mm, so like mm. you get your employee or you get your colleague or something, and obviously you get permission to go for a walk and talk. And then the two of you just, again, it's that, that journey traveling thing. Yeah. So now you're walking together. And then you walk and you chat. And mm-hmm. you've got to get your chat done before you're back. And yeah. you don't take long. And then there's also the the, the the progression of the walking as well. It's yeah. like we're moving towards fixing things.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good psychological. And I think yeah, also for some of the guys that maybe don't like someone because it reminds them of like a schoolyard bully that they had back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's like certain personality traits that maybe some people have in common. Yeah. That they're just like, well, you remind me of... Some that i didn't like back yeah. in the day and yeah, it's yeah. not that I, don't, I know who you are <laughs> but <laughs> i so. like i like
0: to call that a hammer face like, I, I don't know you <laughs> but i want to hit your face yeah. with a hammer. <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> you get a... these people that just like grind you yeah exactly it's so exactly yeah but you got to work through that yeah i mean exactly. like we're adults yeah i mean like kids yeah kids can like say mean things and that kind of thing and they'll get away with it in terms yeah. of the social aspects you can't take it too far but still like as we're adults, we've got to just, oh, I hate this person, but I've got to work with you. work, yeah. you don't have a choice in your colleagues. No, exactly, no, exactly. No, You don't have a choice in your family either. Yeah. You can say, like, bugger you and then leave, yeah. but you can do the same at work. But if you're going to stick around, like, make it work, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's an make adult it thing to do. <laughs> exactly. All right, cool. Meaning, uh, which is related to purposeful existence. We yeah, chatted about per- purpose earlier yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I think it's massively important in any aspect mm, um mm. Uh, to, to to define meaning from from what's around you. Yeah. <laughs> some of the guys um like and it's it's the same with just some of the choices you make. Some of the guys with uh, anxiety levels as well, they're like really delve deep into like a basic text message. Yeah. Like you know when you just sent K back. Yeah. K. <laughs> yeah. Like some people are like, oh he hates me. Yeah. You, <laughs> or, he has no time for me. Or he doesn't care. Exactly. Or meanwhile the guys literally just like K but he's like yeah. fighting off a wolf or something. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I took the time to say, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, just okay, yeah, yeah. while okay. being attacked by well, a bear. the freaking thumbs up. I hate the thumbs yeah. up. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, what is I do it with it this good? Are you pointing at me? Are yeah. like- <laughs> you yeah. trying to catch a lift? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's happening? So yeah, finding meaning is always important. And yeah. a, a lot of that is like a, a meditative process as well. Mm. It's very much just like taking your own thoughts and trying to put it in line.
1: Yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I, I know when I was when I was in Cambodia. I, I, at one point, I did. I, I felt like, what, what am I doing here? You know, like yeah. I know I'm teaching English, I'm helping kids, out, but why am I here? You know. Yeah. yeah. And I did. It, I had to like meditate in that mm. moment. You know, put on music. Yeah. And yeah. I just like listened, and I was like, okay, and I kind of like managed to like re, re,
0: re remind myself of yeah. the purpose of my yeah my being yeah. there. Um, a lot of people associate meditation with like Buddhism and different mm. religious things, but there's a really nice uh, podcast. It's called the Meditation Podcast. Yeah. It's non-denominational. It's got these um, uh, what do they call it? Ah, um, oh, damn word! I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna find it now. That's why I've got the internet. As yeah, the internet is an amazing meditation place. Meditation podcast. It's lit- It's like these sound waves. Okay. That you can see. I've got like a bunch of this stuff here. Yeah. Uh, falling asleep. Fall asleep. falling asleep is a good one um it's just these sound waves and obviously it's got like the sound of waves and like chilled environments and yeah. stuff but then it's got these like and it literally like your brain that's to calm your brain sure. and stuff okay. so obviously this one's about falling asleep i, I do it a lot especially if my brain doesn't want to slow down yeah just no. listen to this dude and he's got such a like chilled voice <laughs> i'm like oh man i like you um binaural beats I didn't even read it. Wow. like Beats. Yeah. yeah. So it's got like this. Yeah. So you're not supposed to use it with um, um, operating machinery and driving and stuff. You're yeah. supposed to like put your phones on and then you just lie there and like that's it. Yeah. So some of them are like eight minutes. It's like chill you out, wake you up or just wake you up after like a 30 minute thing. But check it out. Uh, yeah. That sounds really the interesting. Meditation Podcast. It's pretty awesome. Podcast. They've got okay. a Patreon if anybody wants to like pay cash to them. Yeah. Stuff like that. Some of their stuff is still on SoundCloud for free. Okay. Cool. Um, let's go back. So then the last one is achievement, a uh, sense of accomplishment, which is what everybody sort of wants in some wow. way. But uh, a lot of guys have, and, and and I know that the older generations <laughs> moan at the millennials about this Like yeah. You just want everything, but you don't want to do the work. Yeah. And um, when I have a look at um, a lot, a lot of millennials are not focused solely on like only earning a giant house. Mm. or traveling you know they they do want quality work yeah they want to have work that associates some goodness towards the world which is very much focused on the self-actualization that like final level of maslow's hierarchy needs so it is a little bit weird Hmm. because i mean like we are in a world where we have like internet and i mean we have so much entertainment yeah and there's so much around us. I mean, like, just look at my frigging bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So um, when it comes to achievements, achievement is not only about prestige or, you know, having having security and basic things. Yeah. Um, it's, it's also about um, accomplishing something that means something to yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Do, do you guys do charity work?
1: Uh, yeah, every now and then. And, you yeah, know, yeah. like, you know, I've, I'm part of our church's soup kitchen, you know, and that kind yeah. of thing. Like, it does help you, yeah, you know, you you're involved in something bigger than yourself. You yeah, you feel like you've achieved something by the end of it. You know, even though mm. it's something simple like just these guys have now full belly for today yeah. for the especially first time in that week. So. It's like, yeah, especially oh, like, dude, to I know it's you. gonna
0: help you. I mean, like, if I can give some time, I do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So and once once I assisted with. Um, uh, we went to one of these informal settlements and uh we did free veterinary work oh wow yeah so we had like two official vets like trained vets and stuff and okay. we were just like helping out yeah so yeah. i was like i don't know what i'm doing yeah oh. I So i just gripped the. Uh, uh so the, the all the guys are like living in these informal settlements they don't have running water nothing sure. they got like shitloads of dogs though i was yeah. like fuck it's a yeah. lot of dogs <laughs> so they bring these little puppies dude tiny ones and i've got like pickle for the ticks and like chicken yeah. ears and stuff and then we give them pulls and we had to like um, arrange a day. We would come and pick up all of the guys to get them neutered because obviously oh, wow. they just keep on making yeah, more, it just makes, and it's just so like crazy because then they get super sick and it's, yeah. it sucks. Um, also assist with well, I used to assist with the community policing forum in the area. Oh wow, okay. So now, now I want to want to rant a bit with the um <laughs> <laughs> community policing forum. I think it was maybe four or five years ago. Okay. So we joined the c- community policing forum, and uh, on the on the thing we have our ward counsellor. It okay. was like uh, uh, the Democratic Alliance voted in party for the ward, It's mm. like a, its not a municipality; it's a bit smaller than that. Yeah. So, small little area that that okay. looks that uh, the political party looks after directly. We contact them and say like, uh, "This light's not working on this road. Please make a plan." You know, mm. that's what mm. they're supposed to do. And they obviously deal with huge things like housing issues and yeah. like security and drugs and you know and they help the the give the cops some guidance. Yeah. The cops get obviously most of their orders and stuff from higher up. Okay. But um, at the community policing forum, we get like the local cop guys, and uh, I think it's uh, Captain Jacobs. I can't remember her first name. She's awesome. She's fantastic. Oh, wow. She comes through. She gives us guidance on like security issues, uh, sure. local local uh, criminal habits. So we know, like, okay, don't do this because lately the criminals are doing that. Yeah. (laughs) But Leah Knott from DA, (laughs) she is not doing fucking nothing. (laughs) (laughs) She is irritating the shit out of me. So, I mean, like, all over Facebook and and, and Twitter and everything, she's Mm. busy. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. I know you're busy. It's fine. But she came to one right before our um, municipal elections where we voted her in. And I sat there and I'm like, okay, somebody's actually coming through to this mm. community policing forum to yeah. help us like benefits yeah. like the, the immediate neighborhood. And then she never came back. <laughs> and I think it's been like four years, and I'm like, Where the fuck is this yeah, woman? Just, yeah. yeah, why, why, you, why, why, yeah. why? We well, came here to get the vote and then you never came back. Yeah. So now I gave her a bit of rants on Twitter and she's like, I have a family, blah 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 blah. Like, okay, that's fine. That's yeah, okay. I understand. I understand. Yeah. I assumed she was doing it voluntarily because I didn't know that they got paid or not. Yeah now i heard through another lady i still need to check on this but i heard that these ward counselors can get paid up to like 45 grand a month which is what? like that's, <laughs> that's more than some ceos yeah, yeah. exactly it's ridiculous i mean like to give everybody an example that puts you in like the 99.5 percentile of earning within and that's a part-time job exactly so like now yeah. this, now apparently this woman's getting paid and she's not doing her job yeah and I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Fix the fucking like, thing. Yeah, Just change the light bulb. like this. Yeah. Just just do something. Yeah. So I mean, like, there's been all kinds of shit. So now we have a joke within, within our little community. It's like, oh, the ward counselor. Yeah, if we want to get her involved, you need like 10 cameras and like five newspapers. Because that's the only time she gets <laughs> it's involved. only time, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, fuck it, fuck it. If I, if, if I can't get rid of her, I'll get rid of her. Yeah. But I don't know the good things that she does. And apparently she's got like a little council as well. Okay. So then you get like community members like assisting so like somebody would be from security for example mm. um and then they come to a council meeting once a month and she'd lead the meeting but they'd give her input and help her with implementation and stuff okay so now i don't know if she actually has anybody on the council after like four years or whatever and i don't know how to get on the council and if i can't get on the council i'll get on the council uh, I'll to assist true. yeah but dude <laughs> like shit needs to get done yeah <laughs> man the guy before her was amazing Jacques yeah. something okay he was epic I mean, this guy, he, you could see he was working himself to the bone. Yeah, he yeah. would come to the meeting. So these guys normally have like a full-time job yeah. doing whatever they do. And then they do this part-time. So yeah. then they'll, they'll, they're literally like squeezing in 18 hours of work a day. Cheap type of things Because it's yeah. like proper work. They yeah, have to like go to on. do site visits and whatever. So he'd come through to the CPF meeting. It was every meeting mm. without fail. Mm. The whole freaking uh, neighborhood is bitching and moaning at him because I mean there's obviously like shortfalls in governments I mean if there's a pothole you're going to get pissed off if your car gets busted Yeah. so he gets there he gets moaned about pothole and he's like okay I'll email the Joburg Roads Association whatever but he was there yeah, to get least, shat yeah, on, and yeah. then we'd all say thank you so much. <laughs> you know, people pitch up annoyed, and then they leave. Okay, cool. There's a guy looking after us. So I honestly think that we got f- spoiled with this guy. Yeah. And then I think he got like in, uh, promoted to some other internal DA ranking, which okay. is awesome because he deserves it. Yeah. But Leonard does not deserve it. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> not even denied. a bit. Yeah. Oh man, I can't stand it. Yeah. You're Not doing your job. You suck. Okay, cool. Um, anybody over the age of eighteen who can vote for Leonard don't don't do it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right cool is there anything else we need to cover bro i think we've covered quite a bit i you think know? that's it so yeah. just to close off again uh we are chatting a little bit about mental health and uh we did touch a little bit on depression suicide not so much mm. uh, mostly because suicide is such a well-covered topic and that kind of thing i didn't yeah. really want to bring it up mostly because there are some guys who feel triggered yeah. by just the discussion of it I remember that 13 Reasons Why uh, on Netflix, they had like this whole warning and everything at the beginning. Part of me wondered if that was like just a marketing ploy. Like, because you see the Netflix with like Bird Box Challenge. Yeah, exactly. Netflix urges you not to do the Bird Box Challenge. Meanwhile, it's freaking everywhere. Yeah, That had to get started (laughs) somewhere. So not not that this is a challenge in any way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, uh, if you are f- even feeling triggered just by the thought of it, uh, contact uh, SADAG, it's S-A-D-A-G dot org uh, the 24-hour line is 800 and the suicide emergency line is 800 Thank you, my dude. Yeah, thank you very much. Let's go replenish coffee. Yeah, let's go do it. Sweet, my dude. Thanks, man.